Hey, ladies and gentlemen, before we begin our first episode of Segments, Episode 7 of 2018, the G Meeker Remix Show, let me tell you, is brought to you by GaluntOfficial.com. I repeat, GaluntOfficial.com. For anyone that doesn't know how to spell that, it's G L U N T O F F I C I A L.com. GaluntOfficial.com is basically, they construct glass blunts. You know, a container. You can use it as to store your product or just simply smoke it or have it with you. It has a sealed cap to cover the mouthpiece whenever you're on the go. You just slide it right in your pocket. It's easy as fucking that. Every glass is made with a clear, easy-to-use, clean glass that lasts a lifetime. When you use those rolling papers and those swishers, the chemicals in the papers and the tobacco leaves and the swishers are honestly they're known to cause significant health risks. So that's why when it comes to smoking, like if you're smoking with your friends or you're smoking with someone else you normally don't smoke with, me, I usually sm- I use the pipes, I use the bongs, I use all that. I don't really, I'm not into rolling blunts. I don't really honestly don't know how because all I was taught was how to use a pipe when I first started. But um, like I said, the dangers, the dangers with glunt, the dangers go away. Not only does Glunt save you from those significant health risks, they also save you a lot of time. Time meaning having to go to the store, having to go to constantly get swishers, or when you roll out, run out of rolling of papers, excuse me, it saves you all the trips, saves you the gas. Sometimes people don't live near gas stations. Sometimes people don't want to get out of bed. Sometimes people don't want to go home, or not go home, but go out to get these things. So with Glunt, all you need is your product and this beautiful Glunt. So, me and the G Meeker MMA Show have teamed up with Glunt Official to br- provide our loyal listeners and only you guys with my special promotion code when you check out, when you enter promo code GABRIEL2018 for 10% off your first purchase. Your first purchase and any other purchases that you make, not just your first purchase. Once again, this is like a script, so... Uh, a script kind of personalized script you know after a while i'm gonna kind of just per- keep personalizing it but like i said promo code 2018 i fucked that last one up <laughs> give me some praise gabriel 2018 one more time enter promo code gabriel 2018 for 10 off ladies and gentlemen okay today's episode of segments we're just gonna sit back and relax we're coming off of Two guests in a row for 2018 year. No, not for 2018 year. We we ended the year with um with Dylan, which was one of the best fucking podcasts of all time, if not the best standing podcast that we've had in our entire year. It's almost like three years, because 2015 is when we started, and now we're in 2018. So when it's like May 2018, it, it that's gonna mark three years. So we've already had two guests. We have we had Dylan. And then now we, we just wrapped up with Walter. That was a great podcast. We talked about everything. We talked about, like, aliens. We talked about the changing of the world and how, how, how people have changed, how people's preferences have changed. Just a bunch of different shit that had to go on with the world. And there's a lot of interesting things. Like, I was talking about it yesterday. There's a lot of interesting things to talk about, honestly. You know, there's a lot of things going on, not just in our own lives, in the world, uh, around us. You know, the way people are, the way that things go, like, the laws that we have, a bunch of different bullshit. There's a lot of shit 
There's so much. You just got to be willing to explore and willing to, you know, go those ways. You know, you can't just be simple-minded or think about these things. You, you've got to go into detail. And it's fun to have a genuine conversation with someone that's well-educated. It's fun. It's not, it doesn't even feel like a podcast sometimes. It's just like a normalized conversation that happens to be recorded for the rest of your life. But other than that, like, you know, it, it was a good New Year's, you know, I, I was, I was excited, um, because you know, obviously all the goals, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of things mentally planned for personally and, you know, obviously for the show as well and just in general, but you know, it's always good to have goals. And I was actually thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. I was, I was saying yesterday, I was telling him like, there's so much things going on from like, I, I can't, I can't stop thinking about it. Cause like you can go from just talking about from the way people communicate with each other. To how people handle situations, either professionally or, or you know, just just normal situations that people go through, the way that people handle it. Like, for for example, like when it comes to like communication, like like we were talking on the podcast, like that is one of the things I can't I can't st- I can't like realize I can't stand I can't stand the fact like it, it's it's shocking for me. Like looking at it, it's like people. You know, complain about all these things. People have unlimited things to complain about. And 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 on, well, honestly, what shocks me the most about it is that pe- the people that complain about the things the most are the ones that aren't doing anything to change those things, if that makes sense. Okay, obviously there's going to be a lot of problems. Obviously a lot of people, some people don't know how to, uh, what is it? like handle these types of situations they they've never been taught they've never gone through anything that's why when it comes to like talking about a problem or something or a situation or your 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 horrible relationship or something going on in your life that you want to talk to someone about you know obviously there's nec- there's this thing that happens is like you know obviously you know there's so much to say but there's no one around to hear it but you know when there is people around to hear it necessarily they may not be the best of help because the fact is that they haven't went through it or they just never had any practice on when it comes to helping someone else that isn't them. You know, it, it's a thing. It sucks, man. It, it's hard to separate yourself. And another thing else, what I was going to say yesterday, what I really was going to say, actually, you know, something that just popped in my mind as we speak was that, um, well, I just slipped my mind. It just fucking slipped my mind. I just, I, I just posted on, I actually posted it on Snapchat the other day. Let me look at it real quick. It, it's, it's something that actually translated into a perfect topic. It's a beautiful topic. I fucking love it. This is, this is fucking amazing. Let me see. You can follow me on Snapchat if you want. At gmeeker underscore MMA as well access to all the best fucking shit on the snapchat because i'm the best fucking shit i just post a lot of shit like i post like from quotes to personal stuff that i'm thinking about not personal stuff like people tend to on my snap i I tend to get the feeling that people think that i'm posting those statements or those quotes because it's how i'm feeling no there's no way that i'm posting those you know obviously there's some times where i do get mad at certain people and 
you know, for me, I feel like Snapchat's just a place to vent. I'd rather not vent on Twitter. I'd rather not vent on Facebook. Because, because like, Facebook is, like, family-oriented, and everyone can see your shit on Facebook. There's, it's hard to hear, you know, from people looking on other people's uh, Facebooks to just anybody. You have to have your profile settings blocked to the teep to make sure people don't see shit. So you have to be on your shit when it comes to social media that, these days. That's why I'm saying, like, it's... um. It's it's quickly advancing and it's gonna keep quickly advancing and ever every time something new comes out when like I, I said this a couple weeks ago every time something new comes out with social media or technology everyone wants a piece of it so everyone's gonna wanna everyone's gonna wanna get these new things that come out or everyone wants to excuse me <laughs> excuse me everybody was everybody's gonna want a piece of it okay I found that what I was talking about yesterday. Um, okay, this is a big, 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 big thing in today's society, when it comes to people, like, you know, obviously, real people, people that are honest with you, people that are straight up with you, those people don't exist, it's, it's hard, you know, you know, the people that do exist that are like that are hard to find, it's like, one, of the, like, a, this is one of the craziest things. One of the things that create the craziest things that scare me for today's world and today's generation. It doesn't scare me. It's just like, like, wow, it's, it's shocking. One of the craziest things is that, you know, it's hard. It's like, oh, you're surprised when you find somebody that's like that. Like that's rare. Like that's a good person. That's that's straight up with you. It's rare. It's fucking insane. Okay. This this happens not only with with your friends, not only it could be anybody, anybody, family members. It could be your friend, it could be your girlfriend, it could be your wife. It doesn't matter who it is. Those people, some people just aren't. You know, after time, they tend to drift away from who they used to be. As in, what I mean, like you know, you could have a person that you thought was your friend, like oh, I could tell you everything. We could talk about everything together. We could we could discuss all these things. We could say these things, and it's between us. And for example, they'll go and they'll tell someone, or they'll they'll lie behind your back, or it's a bunch of bullshit, though, honestly. Because people that do that to show the the true colors, like after a while, and you know it's upsetting. But you know, after a while, you just can't you can't let that bullshit affect you. It's it's a bunch of uh, it's it's terrible. It's 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 crazy that people decide to live in these eras. Like I feel like we're in an era where people, you know, we're, we're, we're unbalanced, like, I feel like there's, there's a lot more, obviously, there's problems out in the world and stuff, but, but social problems, the way people connect, the way people talk, the way people handle situations, better ways to handle situations rather than making a big deal, and there's just so much, like, one of these things I said, like, was like, I, I learned to side with myself over anyone because people are snakes, meaning that, like, you know, they'll slither right between your freaking feet to get to the other side. They aren't loyal. They aren't, they aren't caring. When it comes to friends, it's the world we live in, though. When it comes to people, like, when it comes to friends and it comes to, you know, some family members, some family members tend to, you know, not talk to you or some friends, you know, eventually stop talking to you or they, or they, they have a new friend or, or they just, they just stop because something that's gone on in their head that's made them not want to be friends. It may, it could have been a fight. It could have been an argument. It could be the fact that they don't want to be friends anymore. I don't know. It's pretty petty, though. 
not only does it come to friends, it means like, it just means like people in general. Like, do you want every single one of your friends to be full of shit? Or do you want people that you know, you want to be surrounded by a group of people? Because like, you know, obviously, it's it's not my goal to have tens of thousands of friends or anything. I'd be I'd gladly be happy with five or 10 or something like that, maybe even five. But, um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of an unfortunate thing, because you know, it's like all this, you, you basically just spit it out. All the people that I trust and love, I can count on one hand. I heard somebody say that the other day, and I'm like, that's pretty trippy, because then, after that, at the time, I tried to actually, uh, count how many people I had on my hands, and I honestly didn't have really any, but then again, I don't give a fuck, though, because honestly, I, I move up regardless, you know, I continue to focus on the things that matter, regardless of the people that I've had, and I've proved that time and time again in my life, you know, there was once, were one stage in time in my life where I actually depended on other people. And it was a terrible time because I depended on so much. You know, I put so much out there of me. I put so much emotion. I put so much hard work. I put so much dedication into people and things that necessarily weren't worth my time. And I've learned over the years, though. Like, most definitely, I've learned. And it's it's been some of the best times of my life. Because it's brought me to the position I am now. To be able to talk about those struggles. To be able to allow those struggles that you had to improve your overall life your overall view on life not just your view on life but life when it comes to overcoming challenges i said this yesterday on my on my snapchat that i i obsess over the challenges challenges for me when it comes to something that's that that has to do with me and it's a challenge I like to challenge. I, you know, I think about it. I, you know, I obsess about it. I think about it. It makes me smile. The fact is that I'm challenging myself, and and it's exciting. Because usually, all the times that I, that I, I, there's been times in my young life when I was a lot younger, that you know, I set a challenge out and I never went for it. You know, or I went for it and eventually started to fall off as time went by. But like when I've stuck with challenges, it's really been one of the best times of my life because challenges really show you who you are. Challenges make the the hard things look easy. So when you're battle tested, everything that you do in your life is going to be that much easier because you're battle tested. And I was telling this girl the other day that, you know, for me, I'm not like any other human beings. I have plan A. I have plan B, plan C, plan E, plan D, plan E, plan F. I literally plan for every fucking thing that could possibly happen when it comes to any situation that I put myself into. Any major situation. Anyways, to, I want to really quick, I just wanted to backtrack what I was saying. When it comes, like I said, when it comes to that goal thing, dude, I obsess. But it's a healthy obsession. It's not like a, oh, I gotta get this done. Like, I absolutely have to get this done. No, no. It's manageable. You know, I still do other things. I enjoy to do, like, other things and stuff like that. But, um, like, just the fact, simple fact that you can be challenged, it, it, it intrigues me. Like, just anything. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. You can be, like, you want to run, like, a mile or something in under a certain amount of time. Or you want to you wanna get a couple rounds in like, the boxing ring or something. Or you want to train a certain way. Or you want to eat a certain way. Or you want to not spend so much money. There's like a bunch of shit. You could just challenge yourself by going to sleep at freaking at a certain time of the night or something. It's easy. You just got to find something that really makes yourself, that you're passionate about. That's all that matters, really. But, um, yeah, man, I can't believe, I can't believe that. That shit's crazy as fuck.
But um, anyways, what's up next on segments, episode seven? I'm actually really excited because uh, early when we when we did start this podcast, well, not not the podcast, the whole podcast, but this episode, this particular episode, I was having fun with that script because literally I wrote a script, not not a script for for the for the sponsor thing or for Glenn. I I came up with it based off the facts that I seen off the website. I put it all together to the point where it makes sense. I just wanted to talk about that because it is fun. You know, I reached out to them. I asked if we could do something here on the show, and obviously they complied. They went with it because of the fact that there's not like billions of listeners and stuff, which will be pretty soon, hopefully. No, pretty soon. We'll have a good amount of people. But um, what I was saying, like, it's just you have to have a certain amount of listeners. You have to be able to attract a certain amount of attention to these sites. Okay, you want to you want a sponsor? Okay, what can you do for us? This is like a hand-in-hand thing. You, you got to look at it like this. These things are hand-in-hand. So you got to do what you can for them while they can do what you can for you. So like I said, that code is for anybody that wants to have 10% off. I actually need to buy one because right now they're on holiday sales. 50% off is like $25 for one minus the 10% if I use the 10%. But um, but uh, I don't know. That's a different story for um, a different day. All right. Up next, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, it's just been pretty much relaxed, you know. My holiday didn't feel like a holiday, honestly. Christmas was all right. It didn't feel like a necessarily a holiday. I think it's just like as you get older and stuff, it your mind shifts, like your 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 priorities shift. You know, I used to be that kid that always loved to get presents and stuff and and celebrate and do all these things. Now it's all about like relaxing, family time, and you know, focusing on goals. You know, when it comes to holidays, you know, holidays, you know, tend to be a lot harder. Like I said, like on the, on the Christmas episode, it it's it's a harder time for people. Some people just can't, just they just, they just can't do holidays because the fact is, like, they've had a lot of tragic events happen or, or something happen that makes them really just not like holidays. Or just simply, they quite, they're quite frankly, they just, they just, they just work. You know, there's no, there's no problem with that either, but, um, I just, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's not for everybody. I'm not gonna be mad at anyone that doesn't like me because I like Christmas or anything like that. But um, shit happens, man. It's just the best thing. But um, anyways, anything else coming up in the MMA world? Anything in the mixed martial arts world that we should be aware of? Dana White said uh, that Conor McGregor, if he doesn't like uh, return by March, he will be stripped of the UFC lightweight title. You know, citing that he wouldn't have anything. I was telling my friend the other day. You know, if Connor gets his belt stripped, he's not. He did. There's no. I don't know what necessarily what 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 a sell is. I mean, obviously, you know, in 2018, 2017 year, these belts. Everyone says these belts don't mean anything, and and it, and it's almost like true, you know, because there's a lot of fights with people who don't have belts that I would like to see, or people who have belts going up against people that don't have belts. Not not you know not not necessarily not not necessarily based off the ranks. So I, I I'm. I'm fine with the champion jumping up to like a, a weight class above or dropping a weight class below to take on other people or have all these super fights like the Chris Cyborgs versus the Man of Nunes, for example. That's a fight I would like to see. Or see um, TJ and DJ. That's a fight everyone wants to see. That's a that's a that's a history fight right there. And you know, the GSP Bisping fight was a part of history as well. So there's a lot of history fights to see. It's just a matter of like. 
what happens. So for Connor, uh, I'm confident that he will make his decision by March. I'm sure he doesn't want to have to relinquish that lightweight title that he worked hard for. Obviously, he hasn't defended it since November of 2016, which is cited over a year, him being not being injured. Obviously, he's coming off that, that fight, with that big money fight with Floyd Mayweather. But um, aside from that, he hasn't made any aspirations. He hasn't really necessarily went public about it. Actually, he did go he did go public on it uh, a couple days ago. But he was talking about some. He, he was saying it on Twitter. Him and him and Habib were firing some shots. Though I'm actually gonna pull some of those up as we speak. Um, but anytime Connor says something, it's fucking electric. The whole fucking world goes insane. The clickbait world goes insane. Connor McGregor. Quote. Conor McGregor's latest response will have your fingertips trembling or something fucking stupid like that. They always have something stupid like that to clickbait. And I don't know every single time someone clicks a website they get paid or something, but they have some serious clickbait bullshit out there. That's for damn sure. But um what I was gonna, uh, let me go, I was going to pull up those tweets. It wasn't loading for a second, but I'll pull up pull those up because I really thought it would be funny because they're pretty funny though there's some savage ass fucking shit when it comes to his uh uh when it comes to his tweets like I told you the shin bone to the cheekbone the rule set kept you out of the funeral home and for Connor he said truly 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 get on your knees and beg me otherwise I don't give a bollocks meaning like I don't give a fuck my whiskey is out this year and that's diddy bread that's Diddy Bread on already on top of Diddy Bread already. Now get your ditties out and beg. So he's basically saying that like you know UFC needs to step up and pay him for what he feels is worth, and he'll fight. He'll take everything he needs. He'll fight everybody that he needs to fight. It's just a matter of money. It's just, that's that's the thing that happens. That you know now that Conor McGregor is such a big star inside the octagon, inside this the whole world, everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. He's changed the landscape completely. Now I try to put that into a short amount of words for my friend the other day, but I absolutely couldn't. There's no fucking way you can put what Conor McGregor has done for the sport all in one, you know, you can't combine, you can't, there's no, there's no fucking way, because what I mean, what I mean by that is the, the fact that everyone talks about money, the fact that everyone negotiates their contracts, the, fu- the fact that, I'll say the fuck, the fact that um, people talk about fighter pay, that's a wild topic in the sport today, you know, that, that generated to the fact, that generated fighters to really sit down and think about their possible options, you know, aside from the UFC. Obviously, if you look at the UFC's most popular branded uh, mixed martial arts organization that they have out there, obviously there's Bellator, there's uh, there's 1FC, there's uh, Titan, there's the LFA, there's a lot of fucking organizations and shit, but the most well-known organization that everybody knows is the UFC. You're fucking crazy if you don't know the UFC, you know other organizations, but like I said, what 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 Connor did it's it's un it's un we we won't find another Connor McGregor like that. You know, obviously we say it all the time. A new star emerges, but the way that he did it is fucking insane. First fighter ever to step out of the ring and step into a boxing ring to fight the best fighter of all time in the form of Floyd Mayweather. That's never happened before. We've seen boxers in an MMA ring and get smashed, but we've never seen an MMA fighter going in the boxing ring. At least not that I know of. But Connor did it, and, and you know he, it was an exciting fight, and, and and it was a fun it was a fun experience to do. But to summarize and go back to what I was saying about what Connor, you know, 
Now, what Connor has done when it comes to, you know, negotiating uh, proper pay for what he feels he deserves, that's opened up fighters' opportunities, like I said, to possibly negotiate outside of the UFC. That, That opens their minds up to negotiate and see what they're worth outside of the UFC. Because we had some, a, pretty, a pretty good amount of fighters talk about how they feel that they're not being paid, what they feel they're worth. And yet, definitely a lot of the top guys are up on that list, just definitely deserving um, a higher pay. You know, a lot of those guys are are, are, are real contenders, like guys like Cup Swanson, uh, guys like Ally Quinta. Those are some names that come out, come to mind. But, you know, it, it's, it's a business thing, and, and honestly... You know, WME, IMG, UFC, you know, is only going to invest into probably, honestly, to the, this is going to sound amateurish, probably invest in the amateur, what's whatever. But say, like, what I was going to say, basically, is like the UFC will, I messed up like that last one, I kind of slurred my words, but what I was going to say is the UFC, you know, basically, if you're not a draw, UFC is not going to invest in you. You're just going to be every average fighter that happens to have good fights. You know, there's there's a lot of great, talented fighters that I do enjoy, but when it comes to major draws like Conor McGregor, you know, all these other guys that are getting main events like Yancey Medeiros and obviously Donald Cerrone, these are all ticket drawers. You know, everybody loves Yancey Medeiros. Who doesn't like Yancey Medeiros? You know, obviously he's tough with the Diaz brothers. Cowboy Cerrone's a fan favorite. He comes to fight every single time. He's fought at 170. He's fought at 155. He's beaten a lot of the best guys. And he's had. he's been in some of the most exciting fights. And you know every time Donald Cerrone shows up, that's a fucking fight. So Donald Cerrone getting main events like back to back to back to back. I have no fucking problem with it. Just as any other fighters. But you know, like I said in the sport, going back to Connor, is that you... You know, the UFC has given Conor a lot of power, a lot of negotiation power, a lot of, you know, being able to do a lot of these things that a lot of other fighters haven't been able to do. Because, you know, I thought it was absolutely fucking insane that Conor wanted to box Floyd. And, you know, at the time when, when they were first talking about it, I was waiting for that fight for a long time, for over a year. And and I, I just didn't think that it could happen. I didn't think that that I didn't know. I didn't imagine the contracts. I didn't imagine any, any of those things. And honestly, that's the same thing. I just couldn't imagine it happening. That and like I said, that's the same thing when it comes to GSP. You know, he was talking about coming back, talking talking about coming back, talking about coming back. Oh, there's contract issues. Wait till he gets his contract issues resolved. I didn't think he was gonna come back for the longest time. And then now he came now today he came back at um I guess Bisping, now he's back. But now it is this surfaces that we don't know when he's gonna be back next. But you know, there's a lot of possible possibilities for George down at one seventy. Obviously with Tyron Woodley. And now look at the all look at all the new stars that we have at one seventy. You know, compare GSP to all of them. Like a guy like Darren Till or a uh, Tyron Woodley. Obviously GSP has been the best of the best, but definitely I wanna see what GSP's next move is. Definitely will be a barn burner. So to close up the Conor McGregor chapter, you know, Habib versus Tony Ferguson. You know, right now I feel a little bit more comfortable with Habib. I was telling my friend yesterday about Habib that actually, you know, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of fans. There's a lot of people out there that don't trust Habib. Not, not, not in general. Like, not. It's not like they fucking know the person. But um, what what I mean by they don't trust them is like when it comes to fight night, when it comes to like a fight being announced, when it comes to thinking about fights, people don't want to put their energy 
was getting a drink of water. I'm fucking thirsty. But, um, people, I mean, I did this for a while. I did. I did. But, um, people don't want, people don't want to invest their time or put time or get excited for something and then be stabbed in the back. It's just like a relationship. So it happens, you get hurt, you get hurt, you get hurt a certain amount of time by this, by this girl or by this guy or just by a girl and guy in general. Eventually, you're just going to keep thinking, oh, man, I'm just going to keep getting hurt. Same thing with Habib. Okay, this guy's going to keep getting injured. This guy's going to fight once again in 2019 or something, or 2020. But, um, still, you know, I, I now I feel a little bit more comfortable. Don't break that. I hope I didn't jinx anything. But, um, for Habib, for Habib, you know, to truly define the number one contender for the lightweight title. You know, this is a perfect scenario. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for this. I'm hoping for this scenario. But, you know, the UFC matches up Habib versus Tony, and that will legitimatize the title. Because if if the UFC just goes right off the bat with, with, with Habib Nurmagomedov or, or Tony Ferguson, that leaves Habib without a fight. And then, obviously, whoever wins the fight, Habib could possibly get a shot. But honestly, I feel like the fight to make is Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov. Because I was telling him the other day, I was just like, that is the biggest fight in lightweight history. And, and in my opinion, I feel like me personally, I've gotten the most excited about a fight and been so intrigued to see a fight. When it was fight week. Habib and Tony squared off. They were standing right in front of each other. And it was fight week. It was like three fucking days until fight night. And his body gives out on him. Obviously, you know, liver. You can't control your fucking liver shutting down and all that. It's just an unfortunate thing. And that's one of the best fights of all time to make. And I feel that, you know, with the winner of that fight will truly determine who is the best out of Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov. You know, I have my thoughts about both of those. And we'll actually talk about those since we're just, we're doing a freebie today. No, basically, I just want to talk about everything. We talk about everything, but this is kind of like an improved... This is like a, you know, like I said, the second podcast. This is this is just my... This is my time to really sit down and cover stuff I didn't cover the other day or put my thoughts into things I didn't put the other day. You know, completely doing the podcast sober is actually kind of fun because you actually feel like you talk about more things. And, well, I mean, I, that's how I feel when when, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're high. But, um... Like on there, but, um... When you do it, like, when you're focused, I can focus a lot better. Like, I can have good conversations with people like that. You know, obviously being high is fun and stuff, but, you know, it's it's also fun to sit down and actually sit and think about these things and have them. But, like I said, for going back to that, I actually do want to talk about those things. You know, for Habib, I've described it so many times. It's a suffocating kind of pressure. It's it, it, You see... The look of over people being so overwhelmed in their fights against Habib because Habib is just a killer. He's 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 not a guy with with crazy knockout power. He he applies pressure so much to the point where people break. They break under the pressure. They're, they're some of the best fighters in the world, some of the best strikers in the world, some of the best wrestlers in the world, and he takes you down at will. 
he beats the your he beats your ass on the floor. You you, you can't get any, any space to fucking breathe. Habib's the type of guy to smash you. And what I was gonna say is, is a lot of people mention Tony Ferguson's great guard, and he has fantastic guard. He's tricky off his back, and um, obviously he's creative on his feet as well. He's always doing these crazy techniques, spinning techniques, all this fucking crazy fucking. Uh, he does like all these weird ass moves and stuff. I mean, by all means, they're, they're, they're cool and stuff. And you know, I like Tony Ferguson a lot. He's a hard worker. He trains at elevation. Um. He's an interesting character. He's very talented. He's on 10 fight win streak. And obviously, he's one of those guys that I want to see fight Connor as well. You know, this is a hard, this once again, this is a hard thing, honestly. Because honestly, even though I want to see Habib, Tony fight, fight, I like both of these guys so much and I want to see either of them lose, but it has to happen. And the sport has to go on, honestly. But, um, but, uh, for Tony. You know, I feel that, you know, obviously with a guy like Habib, say Habib takes him down and, and beats the fuck out of him on the ground, you know, I don't know if Tony's going to have enough time to necessarily lock up one of those crazy submissions or have enough strength to get a guy like Habib like that. Because Habib's, Habib's honestly going to constantly keep beating you up on the floor. And he's going to constantly, um, he's gonna, he, he keeps switching positions. He'll beat you up and he'll switch to another position. And, and he'll have you... And, in an uncomfortable spot, but, um, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the G Meeker MMA show, then you guys know, is brought to you by GlentOfficial.com, like I told you, every Glent is made with a very clear, easy to use, clean glass that lasts a lifetime, like I said, those rolling papers, those cigarillos, aren't unhealthy they pose significant health risks and can be very damaging to your life and later on in life but with glunt all that goes away not only does the dangers of your life go away like i said saves you a trip to the gas stations saves you trips to the store you know with the glunt you have your glunt right there and you just you just pack it up with whatever it is you want whether it's weed whether it's tobacco and you have it just right there instead of having to constantly go to the store for swishers i see teenagers do that all the fucking time teenagers as an 18 year old and young adults and stuff but um I see them always go constantly back and forth. And some people don't live by gas stations. Some people don't have that convenience of constantly going over there and doing that. Nor do I want to constantly keep paying a fucking uh, $1.07. I think it's a $1.07 for Swishers every single fucking day. Uh, I, I, I don't want to constantly keep going to, to the store making trips. So with Glunt, I have my product and I have my Glunt and I fill it up. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we teamed up with them to provide our listeners and our loyal for. 20 compliance with <laughs> I love the way I said that I, with my promotion code my promo code my special code Gabriel enter Gabriel 2018 on the checkout at gluntofficial.com once again ladies and gentlemen Gabriel 2018 for 10% off your next purchase at gluntofficial.com like I said if anybody can't spell that right it's G L U N T O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L dot com. Like I said, one more time. Gabriel 2018 for 10% off your purchase. Now back to the show. How about that promo, huh? It seems like shit just gets better every single time. Literally, it was like a script. 
But anyways, I worked at six today, so we got a lot of time. Not necessarily on the podcast, because I don't want to be on this podcast for like five more fucking hours. But um, but uh, we do have some time. Less pressure. We don't have anything to worry about. And we got a great. Like I said, we, we still we just, we still got some things to talk about on the show. Um, what was it? We we got to talk about these things. So goals. Let's talk about let's t- talk about goals for 2018. Not for me, but in general, like it's like you, you set some goals or something. Like you know, for for the show, like I said, I, I've I've talked about it for the longest time. I've wanted to do video recordings, not for like for for YouTube, YouTube, but also on here. And for that, you know, that's something we'll look into later on this year. Later on, probably like around July or something like that. But um. But also, I, I do. I want to take more trips. I want to do more traveling because I'm I'm a big traveler. I like traveling because because with traveling you get to see new parts of the of the world that you've never seen before. Whether it's, you're in the United States, whether it's a different city you're traveling to, whether you're flying to a different state or you're going to a different country, you know. Just the fact is, I like to travel. I like to see all these wonderful things because you know when I went to Los Angeles, when I went to San Jose. When I went to New York when I was a lot younger, you know, for me, traveling is very fun. You know, I've been in long car rides from California all the way to fucking Washington. So I've been accustomed to long rides. I've been accustomed to traveling. And, you know, I kind of regret this is like one of my one of my one regrets as a kid. I didn't enjoy all those fucking experiences. But now as an adult, I look at all these things and I'm just absolutely uh, absolutely just like I'm excited. You know, I want to do all these things. I want to. um I want to um, go travel and obviously save more money. And you know, it's crazy. Every every check, every paycheck I get, I, I vow to put a uh, hundred to fifty dollars in my savings account every paycheck. So I get paid every other I get paid every other week. So every two weeks I get paid. I, I vow to put fifty, at least fifty or a hundred, or just put any any type of form of money. But my goal is fifty to a hundred, and I usually don't like to. Uh, uh, kind of go against what what it is that I like to say cuz I was saying this I was thinking this but I didn't write and completely put it into words when I come become obsessed when there's some something I know I can do I don't want to fucking sit there and imagine myself not doing it I can't do it I just can't I can't do it so when it comes to that it's it's definitely something that I really do pay close attention to, and it's definitely something that I definitely do enjoy, and something I, really, I honestly, I just can't, I just can't imagine myself, uh, I can't imagine myself not doing something that it is that I set set out to do. It's just unhuman, like for me, because you know, then you know, if you a little, if you just sit back, sit down, and, and think about it right now, like okay, I'll be disappointed. Okay, I won't save money. Okay, but if you're not gonna do the goals, don't set them, but for me, like, I just, I just, I just get this rare obsession with it, and I'm not like anyone else, I'm like, oh, I'll think about it, and I'll stay dedicated, and I'll work my way up to where I need to be, now, there's a lot of things to improve on in life, not just, um, not just with goals, personally, but, like, things you want to do, like, where do you want to be in a certain amount of years, what do you want to do, and, like, by, not for me, I mean, I just want to keep it, I just want to keep learning, I just want to keep advancing, I, I there's not, I, I know what I want to do, I'm good, I'm good at everything that I do, it's just a matter of, um, getting better, and just constantly keep improving, and that's all that matters, just the evolution, Ev- I'll say evolutionize. Is that is that a proper word? Evolutionize. I, I want to evolve. Basically, I just want to keep evolving. I just want to keep getting better. And um, it's just something that 
that comes with success, you know, those are the types of people that you want to be around, or people that thrive to get better, people that, you know, there's no ceiling for, you don't get to a certain point, and you're like, eh, I think I'm good up here, you want, you want to keep learning, you want to keep advancing, you want to keep getting better, you want to keep showing yourself, and not just your, not just yourself, but you want to show everyone that you are capable of doing all these things that you're, you're thinking of, and honestly, it's just, it's just something that, something that, Personally, I feel that would better people's lives a lot better if a lot of these people did it. But um, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for us today. It was just like a little quick little sit down with you guys for our first episode of 2018. Definitely, like I said, we're going to get um, more guests on the G. Meeker Mermaid show. Obviously, we're talking, I'm talking to a couple more people on getting them on the show in the next couple of weeks, uh, in the next few weeks to come. But um, definitely, you know, doing these solo is fun, too, you know, obviously, because we had two guests on back to back. You know, I, I aim to do big things, maybe have a lot more guests. Not maybe, we're going to have a lot more people. You just got to, you just got to find the right people because um, I almost don't want to get out of here now because I'm going to talk about this, like science, like, like, cause like I want, I want a lot of different types of people. I want to talk to a lot of different types of people. Cause like I said, it's not, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like any work. It's like, it's, we're just simply having conversations, talking about shit that we love to do. We love to talk about. And it's some of the best things ever. You know, podcast, like I said, is one of your, um, is one of your, your favorite things to do. You know, it's, it's your, it's your, it's my favorite thing to do. And, uh, my phone's ringing. I can't answer that right now. But um, it's 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 just like your own land. It's your own it's your own spot to do whatever it is that you want to do. Say whatever you want to say. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. But anyways, guys, you know where to find me. We got only conversations. If you ever want to be like on the show or anything, just just ask, man. Just hit me up. No, I'm always down to talk to people. Just give me something good to talk about. <laughs> something we could probably all relate on. Because, you know, not only do I want, you know, it's even though, like I said, I'm the host, I don't mind if people host it in a way. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll bring on some topics and, and give me give me their thoughts on stuff and, and ask for my thoughts and kind of, like, you know, turn the tides. You know, that's what, we all, that's what we're all about. You know, I want to explore. I want to do all these different things and have fun with them and do these things. And, um, like I said... That that's what we're all about. But you guys know where to find me at. At gmeeker underscore MMA on Instagram. I'm on Twitter a lot. I kind of define myself as a Twitter addict. It's actually in my bio on Twitter on and Instagram that I'm a Twitter addict. Because I retweet over 22,000. Over 222,000, I think. Something crazy like that. Maybe like 12,000. I'll, I'll look and like maybe look later or something. But um, like I said, at Snapchat if you want. At gmeeker underscore MMA. Twitter at G Meeker MMA, Instagram at G Meeker MMA show. We're on there a couple uh, a couple times a day probably, but um, you can also follow my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash baby one two three. That's my personal one. I don't really give a fuck about giving my personal one. It's just that I get all these sex bots and stuff, and I'm just roll my eyes to it. I'm like, come on, man, do something better with your life rather than generating sex bots off someone's podcast. But um. Also, at, well, I don't know why I keep saying at, but www.facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back, um, let me see, let me look at the calendar, because I don't know necessarily, if, I don't want to say we're going to be back next week, or we're back like tomorrow or something. Um, I'd say probably we're back like Monday, Monday, next week, 
Monday of next week, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back. Damn. Next week, next Friday is um, the 12th. One, uh, already. The 12th of fucking January. And it's the 5th of fucking January already. It seems like just time's like flying by. But there's sometimes I feel like I don't want to leave. But, um. That's why I said every single podcast is getting fucking better to the point where we don't we can talk for hours. That's all that matters. It's about it's all about the mindset. It's all about preparation. And it's all about that. But um, one last thing before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to say thank you. Shout out to uh, GluntOfficial dot com. Like I said, one last time before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, get your glunt today. Like I said, we can't explain it any other way than this every glint like i said is made with the best glass and it lasts a lifetime and and using those rolling papers those swishers all that shit's bad for you weed's not bad for you weed's like the one thing that's not bad for you but yet everyone criminalizes it so much it's a bad it's bad for you it's 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 not something that we want in our country okay but like i said with glint it saves you money. It saves you all those crazy trips to the gas station for your for your supplies. With Glunt, you have your supplies with you 24-7. And like I said, I teamed up with Glunt and Fischl. We teamed up as a team. We're all a team. All listeners, everybody, we're all a team. I teamed up. We teamed up. Whatever you want to say. We teamed up with GluntOfficial.com to provide our listeners and only our listeners. This won't be posted on social media or anything. You have to listen to my podcast to get the code. Gabriel 2018 for 10% off your purchase at gluntofficial.com. I repeat, Gabriel 2018 for 10% off your next purchase, ladies and gentlemen. This is the last time. We will be back next week. Thanks to Anchor Radio. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow Anchor Radio on Instagram and Twitter, and we will be back next week. I don't even know if they have an Instagram, but follow them on Twitter at Anchor Radio. Radio. Well, I don't even know if that's a fucking handle, but uh, follow them on Twitter. Follow them. Uh, follow them and download the app if you want to do a podcast too, because it's the easiest fucking shit. I promise you. I do. I do Jimmy Kimmel show in 2018 off of Anchor Radio. I ended 2017 doing it off of Anchor Radio. I think we've done probably like 10 episodes off of Anchor Radio, and it's been one of the best experiences and one of the easiest experiences I've ever had in my entire life. But like I said, we will be back next week. G Meeker MMA out, baby.